The Puritan's Guide to Fall Songs Guide. Football League Championship. Burnley 1, Leicester City 0. Tonight's song is... Anyway, so, um... Uh, there's your other tattoo. Make ginger. <laughs> Just put a big tattoo of it across my back. <laughs> Rollins style. <laughs> yeah. <Right>. With, <laughs> with a couple of water droplets or something going down. <laughs> maybe a picture of Nixon with a big red no. Through, yeah. You know, like, the, that one asshole. Anyway... Uh, Rebellious Jukebox Released March 16th, 1979 On Live at the Witch Trials um, So we got a couple of things here One is uh, Martin Bremon and Marky e. Smith Are singing on this Yeah, Which I guess I never realized uh, They sound very similar play. Yeah <laughs> So this, this is honest And I'm probably making myself sound like an idiot But I had no idea that uh, Lou Reed wasn't singing Who Loves the Sun until because I thought they just made Lou go in and sing like an actual same? person. Same? <laughs> I okay, have to good. Admit, very much same? All right, good. Because he sounds exactly like him. It's true. If he could sing. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, well, they just caught I, Lou on a good day. I thought it was one of those situations like <clears throat> with uh, with Hungry Heart or with uh, We Got the Beat, where it's like they sped the recording up. Oh, right, and so right. their And so his voice... You know, sounded different right, right. as a result, and I was like, "Oh, oh, that that maybe that happened." And then you know, I had the deluxe like double CD version of Loaded. Like, why didn't I read the freaking liner notes to learn? <laughs> like, know. oh no, that's someone else. Okay, dumbass. Yeah, I know. I was just so excited to have like the the proper version of Sweet Jane with the Heavenly Wine and Roses bit. Right, man. right. Well, no, that's good too. But also, uh, like we were talking about earlier with the. Uh, who cares anyway book like realizing right. how much greg turkington was involved with the uh, 90s scene in san francisco yeah she's like oh right yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense yeah right it's not like i didn't know who he was or that he would been yeah. on or involved with like the thinking fellows and shit like that yeah yeah, yeah. but it just all starts falling into place but once then he's you like these little things but yeah. Then, yeah exactly like he ran amarillo records and just like, right oh right right <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Anyway, so <laughs> Brahma and Mark both sing on that, but Brahma only sings like the first few lines, which leads me to a question: Is Brahma then the voice of the rebellious jukebox? I think that's what the, that's what, that what it's supposed I to think be? that's supposed to be. Yeah, like okay, that yeah. makes sense. No, that makes sense. I, I like the idea of a sentient jukebox like they're singing about here yeah and i think that was yeah i think that that was the intent okay. there to like and have yeah. that sort of sort of call and response thing that they were doing with the song which which leads to the second thing i have uh-huh which is kind of small but chris the guy who runs annotated fall wrote a note about how this that it the song the way he says it is much better but he was like oh Apparently, this song is about a sentient jukebox, and it yeah. makes way more sense if you think about right. it that way. And I was like, oh, yeah, good point. Um, which totally makes sense as to what Mark was doing with lyrics at that point. And yeah. Like, uh, 
which is like I don't know, like sci-fi where you don't need sci-fi. Yes. <laughs> lyrics, like that's how I always think of those early lyrics with him, like or horror movies when there's oh, yeah. a horror movie involved or whatever. Yeah. So just the weird, like the the old weird uh, British lit sort of idea. Yeah. yeah. Folk horror type stuff. Yeah. 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 Um. Excuse me. Um. What the fuck else was there? Oh, okay. So we covered Grandma's Grandma. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, was was the jukebox voice? But the other thing that I thought was interesting was um, Bricks's band did a cover of this song. The uh, the, the affiliated band, the Adult Net. Oh, Adult Net did a version of the yeah, song. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, it's the B side of their '85 single with Incense and Peppermints, which I'm guessing is the Starving Alarm Clock one. Yeah. Uh, um, that's but they weird. retitled it as "Searching for the Now." Okay. <laughs> yeah. Was I'm that was was that like an original title for this song? Or I mean, it's a lyric in the song, but it's a lyric you know. of the song. But yeah, and then there's there's the thing that my other question is: Is incense and peppermints in the Valley of the Dolls? Uh. Yes, okay, I believe it is. Thought. Yeah, that's what I thought when I first saw that. I was like, "Oh, well, that's another fall connection because she's, you know, yelling the this is my party and it's freaking me out." Yeah, so I yeah. guess that would be why they did incense and peppermints. Maybe I would think so. Yeah, it's probably all related. <laughs> it all um, ties together, folks. So, uh, but yeah, so they but they renamed it "Searching for the Now," and uh, I think there's probably link to it on the annotated fall but i or i looked it up i listened to it it sounds exactly as you would think with basically the same like musical structure music but with bricks singing like interesting yeah, yeah. I, i'm surprised i've never heard that before but then again i don't think i've heard much adult nets period I, I don't think i have either yeah uh, just because it wasn't a thing that it, when i would go back and listen to fall songs or look look for fall songs yeah that you know, I looked for, which could yeah, be I, I, I don't know. I feel kind of yeah, because I like I like the Creepers quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Like that was Brahma's other band, right? Or was that yeah, Hope, was that was Riley? Blue Orchids. Blue Orchids. That was yeah. his band. So was the Creepers. Was that yeah, Mark Riley? That was Mark Riley's thing. Oh, the Mark Creepers. Riley? Yeah. So he was in Blue Orchid, but he was in another one. Okay, yeah, we maybe I'm wrong. Up, I guess. But you know what? Why don't you <laughs> talk about something so I can look it up? No, so no. my so I really all right. I chose this song and I can't remember why, <laughs> but here's but here's here's the main reason why I think uh, it was Mark Riley and the Creepers. But go on. Okay, but Grandma was in another one. Um, yeah. Besides Blue Orchid, uh, besides the new uh, All Fall Dudes uh, band that we talked about on the last episode. Right. <laughs> He's in that one too. Um, so why did I pick this song? Good question. It's. it's it doesn't have much in lyrically. I mean, it kind of, but not really. Right. But it's like one of the first true glimpses of like pop writing on a fall album. Yes. Hi, <laughs> Melissa and Yams. <laughs> Sorry if we woke you up. Anyway, so uh, it's just a good. Uh, so anyway, sorry. Uh, it's a good pop song. Yeah, that's exactly really what it is. Song. It's really catchy. Yeah, because I was just telling you that it, it sticks in my head sometimes. Absolutely, same. Yeah. Like, the fuck? Where did that come from? <laughs> it's like the year I had <laughs> Mbop stuck in my head. Oh, no. And I swear I saw it. 
or I saw it. I heard it like once, and then I just would wake up with it. That's strange. I hate that. So I had oh. to do that to you guys. Yeah, maybe you, hopefully, you don't even know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Um, but. But yes, ever since you suggested this song for us to talk about, it has been running in a loop I know. in my head every now and again. I'll think about it. It's like, yeah, red bell, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bells, yeah. yeah. The other one, okay. I'm trying to do this to you, but uh, <laughs> it hopefully it doesn't get stuck in your head. But the other one that oh, always oh, well. happens with me, like I wake up with my head from the fall. It's never a great one. Yeah. But it's like Chalk Block or whatever that song is. Oh, called. yeah. Chalk Stock. Chalk Stock. Yeah. Yeah. Chalk Stock. Yeah. Is that it? I'm, every time I'm just like, why the fuck is this in my head? I don't even know what the lyrics are. Like, why, to... <laughs> why, why am I doing this to myself? I, when it comes to fall stuff, I always get the the one more time for the record oh, right. song from Hotel Bladell. Is that? Yeah, I think, I think that is. Yeah. Yeah, I always get that stuck in my head every once in a while, that especially because I see like a trucking company that's like named Bricks. B-R-I-X and so that's what gets I just that's for some reason that's what gets in my head when I see that one have you ever seen the two states uh, like no carpentry or whatever no I've not seen that I took oh a picture I found it once when I was in traffic and I took a picture of it I'll have to find it yeah please do uh, sorry anyway so got a lot of fall fans here in Portland that work in the service industry right. <laughs> um so what what else is there oh so that was why I picked it now the, f- the philosophical question that I oh have yeah is what the fuck does it mean to be uh, looking for the now? That's why is, a really why good is question. Ju- why is ju- why is the jukebox looking for the now? Like they, s- I like this question. I think the the only thing the first thing that left to mind is because you think of what what do old jukeboxes especially what do the people who service those jukeboxes do? They swap out old records for new records to get the new hits in the jukebox yes. um so maybe that's what it is that's what people are doing when they're looking at jukeboxes back in the days looking for the now songs the now sound which yeah. i think is just something that's kind of a kind of fallen by the wayside with the envision of the uh the internet jukebox mm-hmm. no i think i think that's true and i think this was part of like the the rebellious jukeboxes actually was actually at a bar in Prestwich or something. Like, okay. Um, they had brought this, this got brought up somewhere. <laughs> Probably annotated Paul. Most likely. Yeah, but that it was, you know, that one of them had mentioned that it was, um, it was like near where they practiced or something like that. Okay. So they never e- explained exactly what was rebellious about the jukebox or like if they were just pretending like they could go into the bar and not have to listen to, you know, what they want but have to listen to like shitty shit from whatever oh yeah period. yeah like, the gold a lot of bucks fizz equivalent of whatever like, yeah not gold slugger but the schlager equivalent of yeah 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 of uh british music at the yeah. time um yeah bucks fizz cliff yeah <laughs> watch out for the cliff <laughs> <laughs> so the Mr. Blobby theme. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, is it like, it's something like, also in my head, I think of like someone fucking with the jukebox where like you punch in one song and it plays a completely different one, you know, like a different Right, right, he it. doesn't want to deal they with it. swap around the, the labels in there or something like that. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm not going to play that. Yeah. Can't, can't tell me what to do. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, but I still don't know what, 
I'm searching for the now. I'm looking for the real thing, yeah. Which I think is... I mean, that's... It's... Boosh. I don't want to say trite statement, but it is kind of a trite statement. Just as... You know, sure. it's like... It's like um, dude from the Kinks saying, I'm not like everybody else. When in fact, you are like <laughs> yes. everyone else. Exactly like everyone else. Right. <laughs> so, you know, it's one of those statements that's like good for teenagers. It sounds good. Yeah. It sounds like an ad slogan. Just like the, just like, you know, I'm looking for the real thing as well. well they sound yeah, like totally. ad slogans, you yeah, know? They sound yeah. like taglines for sodas or candy bars or some shit, you know, or, or cigarettes, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, so yeah, I, I I think it's just one of those. Yeah, I think that's basically it. It's like it sounds good, but it's empty. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So oh fuck it, I'm not gonna take it that far. <laughs> 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 that was about to do something bad. And oh, okay. I, I realized the conclusion is nope. <laughs> so <never mind. laughs> good self-editing on that one, yeah, my friend. Uh, I do, I do, I do like the verse. Uh, I sidled up to a fruit machine. This I was imagining: some drinkers dancing at the bar, drinkers dancing for the bar. Oh, I like that line too. Yeah, and yeah. Like I think that there was some argument about whether or not it's like, is it actually for the bar? What does that mean? Is uh, it like annotated. like? go-go dancers like women or is right. it like you know like, is it or is it is it like dancers like is the bar sentient too because oh is yeah the bar yeah like step up to the bar not necessarily like yeah Amer- i mean are you, okay. are for you, americans you go to a bar yeah instead of a pub right yeah in case the one person who hasn't been inundated with american slang doesn't know that out of our three listeners. <laughs> um, so, so like, is the... Yeah, so is the bar, like, also a human? Right. Is, is, is it, like, you're dancing for the building? Right. You know, for the sentient building, you know? Or just you're dancing to the jukebox while going to the bar. Sure. Because you're dancing to the bar, but you're dancing for the bar. Right. Dancing for like everyone's watching you dance, so you're dancing for the right, bar. Right, right. Everyone know? at the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it doesn't happen so much in bars anymore. There's dance clubs, but you don't see like you know there's people dancing in bars, and you do. It's always like that's a little awkward. What are they doing? <laughs> what are you doing? No, doing it's totally true. I think that that happened in the '90s. I always oh like, sure. Like you go to shows and everybody just be standing. There. Yeah. And not that I'm much of a dancer anyway, but like it was just always weird. Oh yeah. And, Whatever, maybe just the type of people, <laughs> type of shows I was going to. Probably. 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 Um, I did once see people uh, stage diving at a They Might Be Giants show, so, you know. All right. Even they were like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, I just, like, <laughs> I just like that verse a lot. I sidled up to a fruit machine, this I was imagining, and then, like, so, like, so- the jukebox is going to talk to a fruit machine, and then he was imagining people dancing to the bar and for the bar. Right, and then and then he's looking for the now, searching for the now. So there you go. It sounds like it sounds like a bad philosophy podcast. It does searching for the now. I know. No, like well, literature. it sounds like a slogan that was on a '60s book or yeah, ad yeah, or some yeah. shit. And maybe they 
maybe it was that and it was in the pub where they that the rebellious jukebox there you go yeah the rebellious jukebox it was on like an ad this. yeah that's his language his or her sorry yeah it's uh, it's language it's language um uh is based on like everyone else in the world uh ads. very true and uh, yeah you know and what you see and so you know it's kind of an interesting and i think also you know and this gets said at anything to fall but it was like kind of what i was thinking of the song too like the jukebox is the fall you know like they're the rebellious jukebox so oh to, i like that yeah yeah i did i do remember that from reading the yeah, site yeah so they're trying to do away with whatever you know they're looking for the now whatever that is uh and and playing music for the working class yeah like the the guys who are coming in from where was it uh the slaughterhouse because <laughs> apparently th- that was a part of the bar where the rebellious jukebox was the real one. Oh, okay i keep making air quotes no it's fine i see them yeah. no one else does but i see them <laughs> there's got to be a way to do air quotes in audio <laughs> Yeah, audio I'll italics of some sort. I'll figure out a thing. To, I think that's it. So anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it's yeah. So there you go. I, th- I think I think that's basically this is their first album. They're they're laying out their groundwork. Sort of laying out this. This is sort of the uh, their sort. Of, what's the word I'm looking for? Sort of their philosophical statement of just like this is what the band is. We are a rebellious jukebox. Right. So they're playing songs that people want to hear or not. Yeah. <laughs> because the, the rebellious jukebox doesn't care what you want. Isn't this a strange thing that, like, they... I, I think this is probably what attracts a lot of people to the fall. And I don't know why. They've probably talked about this before, but... And I'm sure a lot of people talk, have written about this before, but it's... You know, they're one of those bands that have absorbed... They absorbed so much, you know, popular culture, popular music. But then the music that they were making was has all the elements of these popular musics, but... It's, sounds nothing like popular music right. and they couldn't couldn't get a, a hit single to save their lives except for a cover of someone else's song you know yeah yeah i think it's fascinating to me i love i, lo- I think that's the, a lot of the bands that i love kind of follow follow that trajectory that was my phone hitting the floor <laughs> they follow that trajectory where it's like they they are taking they're they're taking you know the elements of popular music and just reconfiguring them or yeah. this is the only way they know how to play right there's that aspect too. Yeah, because you think about those bands. I, I can't. I wish I can remember. There's a good example of someone that was talking about this about their music. It's like we thought we were making hit records, but what came out was this. Right. And then you listen to it, you're like, you thought this was going to be a hit? <laughs> like, oh my god. I there's, wish, I, I but could, no. <laughs> there's so many bands that that happened to though. Like, yeah. we thought we were doing this, but we weren't. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Or we thought. I mean, yeah. So, and that's just with. Who knows, man? It could just be like, you know. I mean, for them, especially at this time, they just started out playing, and yeah. You know, uh, but maybe the yeah. So maybe the music that they were really into, most people didn't like anyway. You know, Fair. Like, there's that. There's that. I feel like a lot of people who make kind of quote quote unquote <laughs> weird music. Um, <laughs> Uh, have that problem. I know I do. Where like yeah, you like, even if you try to write a straight song, you're like, it's just people are like, why do you add this weird bit at the beginning? That's yeah, just noise. I'm like, 
Because that's what the song needed. Yeah. <laughs> like, it I don't just know. zigs off, and I just can't help it. This is where it went. It I don't just, know what to tell you, happens. you know? Um, not that, yeah, sorry. No, no, it's it, fine. I, sometimes uh, writing or talking about songwriting gets into the podcast. So I apologize. But um, we just but, bring ourselves to the podcast, man. That's what it's all about. <laughs> uh, I know. I, I think that. Uh, yeah, I think this is a great song. I like this song a lot. Oh, me too. I just don't know what the fuck else to say about it. Because <laughs> well, let me ask you this question. Uh-huh. Do, do you think that... Do you see people using jukeboxes? Do you go to bars a lot? Probably not. Man, but, not not much anymore, but I used to back when I drank a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and and there's... Uh, I do remember in at some point there was something that was called wieting that was supposedly i keep doing this wyatting so it was when you go into a bar and you put if there's if they have a robert wyatt single or there was a robert wyatt oh i've never heard of this building or something like that you would go into the bar and you just put enough money in to play that like 20 times in a row so i know that people (laughs) have done that i know people who have done that i never did which is kind of funny because that is totally done it that is totally something i would do but um that's but like how? i know that people have done that back when there there were ubiquitous jukeboxes yeah bars. well they're like, like it seems like now there's a lot of like satellite music if they're doing anything because people yeah because i do remember like back in the 90s also like either ass crap or bmi or somebody yeah was going into bars like and dinging people monetarily yeah. playing songs that they didn't have the rights to play in their yeah bar. or that they didn't sign up to pay bmi and ascap the yeah, money yeah. every month to license these songs that they might be playing in their bars exactly yeah so that's that interesting kind of so thing. that might be why internet jukeboxes are disappearing because i don't see them as much anymore yeah i rarely see them but... which is fine because what i used to do is the uh, sort of the widening thing where i'd find like really long songs <laughs> It's like I'm getting my money's worth here, and just throw in for you know Marky Moon or right, you know right. move on up by Curtis Mayfield. I'm not gonna go crazy and put like you know uh, Jerusalem by Sleep or something like that, or some like 60 minute song. Though maybe I would. If, now, if there was a jukebox that had Jerusalem by Sleep, I would or Dope Smoker. Dope Smoker, right? that's the song. Yeah, yeah. Dope Smoker. I would yeah. totally do that just for the hell of it. And I would imagine that that bar would get that a lot if they had. I'm sure. If yeah, they if they had that, that on there. Yeah. There. Because that doesn't really happen anymore. Because I think I think more people who are opening bars are trying to create like an all-around atmosphere. So maybe they'll have like DJs, but then if they're playing music in the bar, it's like stuff that the bartenders want to listen to. Yeah. Or or it's like trying to create like the ambiance of the place right. where you're at. And that cultivated true. playlists. Like and the shit. one. Yeah, like the one I used to go to a lot in the '90s, which was near my house that my friend Brent, uh, former uh, uh, podcast episode guest twice what's up Brent uh, <laughs> used to work at uh, they like it had it had an upstairs and a downstairs okay uh, uh, sh- shout out to the tap room in Larryville um, guys upstairs the bartenders would just play records downstairs yeah. they had a jukebox yeah um, and so you could like and the jukebox usually had pretty cool stuff on it sure no, no dope smoker. But uh, more's the pity. I even, actually, I don't even know that that it actually that hadn't even come out yet. But yeah. Um, but yeah, like anyway. the the bars that I like, Mad Hannah, the bar here in Portland that I DJ at on the regular, every once in a not on the regular, every once in a while, like they took their jukebox away 
over the past like couple of years. Oh, did they? Because okay. they had one, and then it was one of those things where like you know, hey, could you turn the jukebox off so I can start playing records, kind of thing. <laughs> right. And it was always an awkward thing, and they would unplug the thing because that's the only way they could like get it to shut, get it to shut down because oh. people were always plopping money oh, in there to play songs right. and be like, oh, what about the right? And then they'd get angry because yeah, yeah. What about the or, or the inevitable like somebody would play the same song and like within the same half hour or something because yeah. so many people had dumped in money and this is so, how it works know, yeah you'd hear brown eyed girl every hour three times or whatever the fuck yeah is, you know what I mean like well, this that actually happened I think once in Chicago oh my gosh uh, I think it was moon dance though but it could be Ugh, anyway. worse <laughs> well yeah so it just reminds me of my one of my favorite John Mulaney bits the stand up comic he just, mm-hmm. there's a whole bit on one of his albums about going to the salt and pepper diner with his friend like uh, around chicago and they put in uh as many plays as they could of what's new pussycat <laughs> just to drive the people in there insane right, and right. they did and like but you know they were like thoughtful where they're like you know after the first like four or five they threw in a different song <laughs> and so the minute it started the what's new pussycat started up again afterwards everyone's like oh my god <laughs> and losing their minds and it's so, brilliant i have the there was some song that a friend did do that, and that's why I have often thought about this. Uh, <laughs> like, there was a bar next to the tap room that had a bunch of like frowdy people. Okay. And I sw- I can't remember what it was, but it, Dreamweaver seems to be the song that. Oh wow. Yeah, like they had that on the jukebox, and like he put it in for several times, and then just left. <laughs> he was just like, I'm not sticking around for this <laughs> shit. But you guys can't. Wow. Yeah, I would imagine what happened was it got played like maybe twice and then yeah. they unplugged it and yeah. Never so. again. Yeah. Did you ever hear of or listen to that radio station? I think it was in Florida that they were changing formats and so for like a weekend all they played was uh Nelly's Hot in Here <laughs> over and over and I over again. Of, I have heard of this happening at radio stations. I remember when the Iraq War started when I was in high school. That's how old I am. Uh, the first Iraq War. And uh, I don't know why I needed to air quote that. That's okay. Um, but one of the stations near where I grew up, which is in almost directly in the middle of nowhere, right, was playing Give Peace a Chance for like a Oh, days. I do remember that. Like, yeah. I think there was lots of people that were, lots of radio stations. I think there that. were stations that were doing that. Yes, I remember that. But and this... I, Melissa has a story about being a kid in New York, and maybe maybe I'm misremembering this, but when like Rapture or something came out, like there was a station in New York that was just playing that all day. Wow! I just imagined it as like he locked the door and like put the record shelf in front of it, and he's yeah. going crazy, going, "Oh, I gotta hear it again," or whatever. And yeah. Well, but that anyway, was yeah. So, so I heard of stuff like that. But, yeah. But this... why did it cause mass? People were just scary, people. Yeah. They, they just didn't explain until like way a- after the point, after the fact of like, oh, this is what we're doing, is we're changing to this new format, and right. so this was kind of just to clear the decks for the the weekend until we get the new everything up and running. But for me, it was the funniest thing in the world. Like I listened to it for a while online. Uh-huh. Every time the song would start up again, for some reason, I was like, oh my god, this is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Holy crap! And I, like, it's not like I, <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. It's, yeah. Uh, I, I did okay, so I didn't do that, but one time uh I used to do a jazz show on Saturday mornings in college. Okay. 
Um, and then the person who was after me never showed up because they were always too hungover to show up. So one day I got just tired of the whole thing and put on... What, what did I put? Oh, Guided by Voices, the one with the Iron Man Rally song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That had just come out. So I just put that whole album on. The, the, the guy who ran the station got really pissed at me. It's like, you can't do that. Don't ever do that again. You have to call me. I'm like, oh, I figured somebody would call you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, I was, was another thing. I was going to say something else about. Oh, I just I was just also reminded of uh, living back east. And there was a uh, public radio, public television station. I think it was the one in Providence. Oh, uh-huh. Was it Providence or Worcester? One of the other, you know, New England stations that would. It had to be Massachusetts because they would broadcast the Massachusetts like State House of Representatives like oh. sessions uh-huh. on the station that me as a for some dumb reason as a twelve year old was watching this stuff just wrapped it's like <laughs> democracy and act or something I don't know what's going on but like when they were it's off probably a Sunday no it wouldn't have been a Sunday no, even Bob no, what is going on yeah I would just be like in the afternoons and I'd be home from school like oh there's another debate on um <laughs> but like when they were off the air it was like a test signal and they would just play uh dave brubeck quartet's take five <laughs> over oh and over and over again and i was i mean i was a big fan so i was into it but it's still like nowadays i'm like who did anyone watch that did anyone just sit there and just leave that on in right, the background right. and slowly go insane Were i don't any know of these stations sentient yeah. <laughs> maybe that was the rebellion that this station was going through was <laughs> oh no <laughs> Oh, my buddy just bought a jukebox recently. Mm-hmm. My buddy just bought a jukebox recently. Who's like, he texted me and he's like, "Do you, you know, you want to buy a jukebox for three hundred bucks?" This guy's I know is selling a jukebox, and I was like, "Maybe." And then he said, "Oh, never mind. My wife said it's cool if I buy it for myself, so I bought it." I'm like, "All right, whatever, man. You know, you're gonna be that guy." So is it CD or? It's 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 forty fives. Okay. Yeah. So he. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so he gave me like it came with like a big box of forty fives. He gave me those because oh. he's like, I don't need all these, and so. But and it's not like it was great stuff. But, you know, you pull out some seventies, yeah. eighties records, and it's fine. Oh, man. But I, I'd be nice to have a, a jukebox, rebellious or not. You know, it might be. Uh, maybe maybe the maybe the novelty would wear yeah, off on I that. I don't know. Would. I mean, I live in a small house. It's true. So do we. So, so I'm not. I'm not you know, I, you know, now I'm like. I could get a piano, but I could get a rebellious jukebox. It might be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Fill it with fall singles, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, hook it up to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hook it up to some AI, sort of chat GPT thing, and just let it yeah. take over the home. Exactly. Electric dream style. Yeah. Bugs Bunny style, more like Oh, that's probably more like it, yeah. yeah that would be great. <laughs> the home of all right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. I didn't mean to just spit on everything. Uh, all right. Yep. <laughs> bye. <laughs>